Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Behind the Scenes, episode 81. Did you know, when the first Star Wars movie came out, France was still using the guillotine for capital punishment. First Star, Wars, first Star Wars movie came out in 1977, and France used the guillotine for capital punishment until 1981, when it was completely abolished. I did not That's know they sick. used it That's that so long. Sick. Holy crap. Man, guillotines are so heinous but goddamn they're cool <laughs> are they heinous i think they're fucking sick bring them back, mm-hmm. <laughs> bring <them> back. <laughs> we need our guillotine renaissance honestly if actually if i could have like a mini guillotine in my kitchen for like chopping onions and shit oh they have cool. to make one there's no way that yeah. doesn't exist that sounds so dangerous though that's mini. so much more dangerous than just using a knife Oh my god. What happened? Guillotine bagel slicer. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes. Those things are actually like dope <gasps> as hell. Oh, oh, but it doesn't just drop. You physically... Yeah. Oh. This episode we talked about your plan to deal with Aldana a little bit. Uh, you all went to bed on the airship. In during that time, we had a little bit of Jet's memory with Kingsley and Pebbles and the puppy showing up, Hope. You then leveled up, level 16, that's always exciting. Then you went to Matthias, you informed him of everything that was happening. He gave you a yummy little feast and a vial of blood, and then you moved to summoning Alana and ending up in a very interesting location with some interesting people around. So, where do we want to begin with this hot episode? <laughs> I like that you described them as interesting people. Unexpected, maybe, is probably the best, uh, better adjective. Man, I knew we'd have to fight the freaking heroes, but I didn't think they would be ashy. <laughs> is it, Get it's, them some lotion. No, it's more. <laughs> there's more than just the heroes, isn't there? Didn't you say there was nine of them? Five drummer Alana? Yes, these five like dark angel type beings. One, the Sarla, the dwarven drummer, and Alana. My inspiration for how these looked are very much the uh, the Valkyries from like Norse mythology and like God of War, like those kind of wings, those masks. Yes, yeah. very much. That's all my mind went to is God of War Valkyries. Uh, even the Fuck image I showed you on yeah. twenty. Uh, was a, a, a 
image I found from their like concept artwork that I really liked. And it was also in black and gray. So it made sense with like the smokiness of uh, going about. But yeah, they're just in her mind, um, just doing their thing. Uh, yeah, I so like if are we I don't do you think we are actually like transported into her brain or do you think that it's just like our consciousness and Matthias is just like oh god they're all unconscious what's right. happened yeah I think that's the question yeah. I think it, it's one of those where it's like our conscience is in there but it's one of those like instant sort of boom it happens in one second but in mm. her head it, it, yeah. it's over however long it takes I didn't even yeah. think about us being transported into her brain like we're in a brain <laughs> battlefield. It looks like a brain, doesn't it? It looks like an orange brain. The map. I guess. Wait, speaking Be of true. brains, who was it? Volazar in her brain. Who was the other brain? There were two people that I oh, could have targeted. Uh, my guess is that it's her. That is, yeah, oh, the drummer. Shit. Just to peek behind the screen, Sebastian. Not only did you see magic thrown into her face, that was Sarla's ashes. Well. <laughs> Interesting. Did they well. pour ashes down her ear, like more like he mixed the blood to like charm her by literally using one of her own like old teammates who is a bard and has charm Ooh. spells and is extremely Damn. strong. It's Ooh. it's almost as if Sebastian had died and then someone used him to be in your brain, changing it. Used her blood. Damn. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I said blood. I meant ashes. Okay. Oh, Sarla literally living in her brain rent-free. What, can, <laughs> we, that's what crazy. can we do with Kingsley's blood? Ooh, that's a good question, too. Ooh, do we like, throw why? it on Sarla and brainwash her? We There's There's got to be something <laughs> else. Happens. Like some sort yeah. of blood magic thing. I swear. There's, some, there's somebody we're going to meet or somebody's going to mention something, I think, about memories and blood. There's got to be something. Well, no, th we've we talked about or Kingsley mentioned that, and when we were looking at the book, is that um, people's blood have memories, quote unquote. Like it, mm -hmm. it shows you can pull a lot of uh, hi a person's history from their yeah. blood in this magic way. So, like, we pour it we on have, the book. It's we'll just it's something. Kingsley's memory or Kingsley's Kingsley's blood. So I, my best guess is like we're gonna find we're gonna be able to use it to track him or find him or see him because like scrying works better if you have their fluids right yes because right now you oh. currently i think only have his journal so you have a possession but this is mm -hmm. like literally a, a physical, physical part, part of him, him. so which oh, i think shit. gives his dc like a minus 10 or something crazy yeah. so what if we write in his book with his own blood what what i don't know <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just drip it on like lemon juice. On a, a cracker. Wait, wasn't there a blank, oh. an extra blank page or something? Isn't there? Am I making? I think that so. Up? There. <gasps> this has got to be. Did you, there was an extra blank page, or is just the rest <laughs> of the book was blank? What was the situation? No, Anna. It was. It was. There was a blank page in between the two things. There was it. There was something blank page. Alana's wake, and I'm pretty sure that was Alana's stuff. <laughs> so Why you was wanted, there? A, you wanted that blank page. Why There's was there a blank, a blank space page? And I'll write your name. Why is uh, that there? <laughs> yeah. 
Is that um, is it one of those blank pages where it's just like, oh, the back of the page, we don't want to start it on that page, so we're starting it on the next page. But I don't think Colin would just tell us that for no reason. <laughs> Maybe he what just likes aesthetics. Of- grin he has. <laughs> Can we use the blood on the blank page? That's the page he was saving for us to write things in, in Kingsley's blood. See? But exactly. I figured out the puzzle. I don't think we have to write anything. Th- we just have to pour it or drip it. Drip it. Maybe just a but drop. I won't write, write something. Just take I'll, the blood and go, like, hi, smiley yeah. face. <laughs> hi, Kingsley. Smiles. Uh, you. Hi, Kingsley. It's me, Jet. <laughs> oh, wait. Are we going to have a... Maybe we'll have a, a Tom Riddle situation where we like write in it and he can write back because oh, he's enchanted shit. the book. But what are he's we going to write it with? pretend to be Kingsley, but it's not. <gasps> Alana. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, so just to be clear, she was not like active. She her pants were not around her ankles, <laughs> metaphorically. Does not look like it. <laughs> she was very much surprised in the moment and immediately turned like angry, hostile. Matthias That's was able to get rid of the brain block, the brain. basically. Enough to allow Sebastian to get inside with the modified memory, which already was super lucky. Sebastian, you have a pretty high DC, but she has a plus 11 to wisdom saving throws. And I happen to roll Whoa. a, uh, I happen to roll a six. So Oof. she had a 17 and yours was 22 or whatever. 22. Okay. But did you roll a luck check? To see if she was shitting. That's what I was assuming. All right, let's let me, let me roll. Let me roll, <laughs> roll right now, and then we'll go. We'll go redo the whole we'll thing if she was shitting. I got a thirteen. I yeah. don't. 13's a bad number, but not a shitting number. I feel like. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> what would what would have how would this fight go if we hadn't successfully charmed her? Would we have had to? fight her outside of brain and then enter brain and fight True. inside right, brain. Right, because it doesn't well, have, feel like she's uncharmed. <laughs> it feels have like we, she's yeah, still yeah. fully done this? I feel like that we still have a lot to do before it's all completely done. Well, her brain leech is gone, but we don't know how she's feeling right now. Is it though? Or is this sure? the brain leech? You can see that Sarlo is actively controlling this image of Alana like a puppet almost like with her drumming like alana was moving along with the drums so you would imagine that like plankton and in spongebob did that happen yeah Yeah. oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. on his brain right (laughs) kind of but spongebob was fully aware that it was happening and just couldn't control it so is that what's happening here that's the same thing direct is this a direct? This is where Colin gets his references from. We knew it, guys. If if you if you think about it, everything in Cast Party has just been SpongeBob. <laughs> I knew it. You son of a bitch. <sighs> been saying it from the start. Jatoria is, is Lee Erickson. <laughs> Vince, you were asking something uh, just a moment ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Colin, didn't you say that when we saw Alana in the chains that she looked as if like she was not like emaciated, but like just defeated and yeah yeah. and like she it sounded like from what you said that she knew she's defeated basically and that she can't control anything that's how i took it at least she is actively like chained to the ground here and like only able to move because of 
the drumming that's going on. Hmm. It very much feels like puppet and a puppet master. It's it's yeah. plankton and SpongeBob, really. It, yeah. it, it is, but with some differences, as not. <laughs> not many differences. Uh, <laughs> so that does mean that she is aware of what's happening and is kind of like a prisoner in her own body. That's why I wanted to say that there are some differences. You have no idea. Oh, okay. Right. Um, does it... And right at the end, when she looked up, did did you did you say that she looked at us, or she looked at Sar Sarlacc Pit? <laughs> she looked at you, and she looked angry or pleased. Angry. She looked angry at us. She looked like Great. her picture. God, I hope so. The, the expression, because isn't she like? <laughs> <laughs> that was when she first appeared. She was like looking down and angry at us but is it the kubrick stare is that what that is yeah in the huh the the kubrick, the kubrick stare? stare yeah yeah kubrick sorry oh i never heard that uh, but you got to have the smile too in there yeah like, she's not smiling she pissed <laughs> you want to know who's a happy boy though jet with his new puppy yes he is <laughs> He's a happy, happy boy. I can't believe that. Where did that even come from? Um, and why? Tell me all the details. I mean, I you know something big is going to happen with this dog. Feed the blood to the puppy. Whoa. There it is. Oh. There it is. Whoa. <laughs> so someone is going to drink Easy. it. I see. <laughs> Yo, this is my dog you're talking about. Well, ours, technically, kind of. But my dog. Oh, no, I don't want the responsibility. It's your dog. Yeah, pass. <laughs> it's hard pass. I'm not taking it out to pee. Hey, it's, it's part of the family now. Sorry. Sebastian is just golden retriever energy. He doesn't want one. <laughs> true. I'm very excited to talk about a bunch of things that I can't talk about yet about where you are and what's happening. So I have to wait till next BTS. So that's sad. So if you're listening to this, patreon.com slash cast party. Yeah, because this is the free one, and they're yeah, not—they're so gonna they'll, have to come back. They'll have for to more. come back. Mm -hmm. It's too spicy. Why did you do the puppy? Did you like the puppy? I love the puppy. I'm so <laughs> excited. I love the fact that I can make two dogs play in D and D right now. Okay, this—I am living my best life. I got to play with them in the air. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. <laughs> But why does he only have one and not seven? He's Ooh. gonna take it away from me and I'm gonna cry. Thank you, Ryan, for that easy alley-oop as the reason as to why the others had to join. You were like, I wanna make this mind connection with Alana. I'm like, oh, well, uh -oh. they're all got the mind connection. I'm gonna steal that to make it make more sense. Cause Sorry, I, I will uh, say- Damn it, Sebastian. Um, <laughs> Before going into this episode, I think we talked about it last BTS, which was also for free. I had no idea what they were going to do other than my general idea was that Sebastian wanted to charm of some way. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know if he had charm person. He was just going to be like, here's a little charm person at first level and hope. <laughs> like, I had no idea. So I just kind of had to be ready with a few different options, which was Alana in real life, Alana, brain Alana and all that stuff as well as like kind of what would happen. And my initial thought was like that he was going to try to charm her and like grab her brain away and then notice that she's already being charmed from the inside, like inside her brain, and then be kind of like yanked in there. And then he brought up the modified memory and the feeble mind and all that stuff. And that would have been interesting. 
Can I tell you how excited I was when you asked me to roll Persuasion, and it was probably the two ro lowest rolls I've rolled in, like, the past <laughs> month? I rolled a three and a five. I have plus 17 to Persuasion. <laughs> I was so excited. Holy crap. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Jeez. That's my highest, uh, that's my highest stat. We rolled a lot today. We rolled persuasion. We rolled animal handling, which we haven't had to do in forever. I don't remember the last time. I know it's happened. Cloaky. Cloaky. <laughs> that could have been my pet. <laughs> Since we've broken the orb already and we can't go back and do this, what would have happened if we had just thrown it into a volcano? <laughs> uh, she is completely immune to fire damage. Yeah, that's oh. what I assumed. Good to know. <laughs> All okay, right. so... Alternative, what if we had gone to the bottom of the ocean and then broken it? <laughs> How would we break it? Magic. Or throw it know. in the ice Smash volcano, like hammer. Nigel said. She probably could just dimension door, like, immediately. She is literally a demigod. Like, she... Yeah. <laughs> or just bloop out yeah, to a different the plane. the amount of pressure. Think about the <laughs> sub that ex imploded <laughs> so recently. Like, she, as soon as she's there, it's just... She's... Pace. Can she just transport planes? What if we put it in the bag of holding, crush it, keep the bag closed, and just suffocate? <laughs> oh my god! You just suffocate her. She's got to be able to bloop out to somewhere else. Yeah. And also, how would we sort of get the plane. orb down all the way that far? Magic. You have dimension door. So you want me to go too? <laughs> You'll. It's a noble sacrifice, Sebastian. <laughs> He gets there, can't break it in time, and it just slowly floats up to the air. Or up oh, to the is it so, speaking of her, her like transporting, would she have been able to transport out of said circle that may or may not have been drawn around her when we broke the ball? That was a good play. I really liked that. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, she would have been able to. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, for those of you listening, I did roll a die. So just so Jet doesn't know if she's celestial or not, or if she just passed my arbitrary roll of the charisma saving throw. So you don't even know. Well, this was very, in this was uh, not where I expected us to end up. You, you kind of, inside of her brain is not where I plan to be yeah, today. Not, not where I thought I mean, we'd end up. Well, like this episode, nothing happened, but so much happened. Yet again, I feel like we've had a couple of these episodes lately. We're, we're so much like lore shit and emotional shit and then wh whatever the hell else happened today shit. Yeah. Why? You've been you've been busy 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 friends. Oh, speaking of emotional, your scene with uh, Kingsley in the, in the room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That mm. happened in a blip out of nowhere. That, that was right when I picked up the dog too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the dog sneezed, and it reminds you of Pebbles because Pebbles yeah. sneezed as Kingsley was bringing her into the uh, hospital room. I almost forgot about that. It was not so many things I was not expecting today that for you to bring any of this in. Um, yeah, it was a fun little connect. Just like th th there wasn't a huge reason behind the memory, other than I wanted you to have like a little bit more connection with Kingsley because you talk about him being like one of your best friends and everything. And it's one of those things that I wanted to include. And like, just as a DM writer perspective, not necessarily specifically for this episode, like bringing in some things that like Kingsley would have told you in this moment, like, you know, 
uh, hate has a place in many people's hearts. Don't want it to find, he doesn't want it to find a place in yours. That just seems like a good, like almost starting out to like wrap up of kind of Jet's story where like there's this, there's been this anger brewing in certain times for certain people and certain things, but like you always are focusing on like the hopeful portion. And that like really wraps up beautifully with Hope the dog and mm -hmm. everything. <laughs> like it's very cute. Um. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask. Because I was before you guys just unanimous, unanimously. I cannot say that word today. Unanimously, there we go. Mm -hmm. uh, accepted that name. What I was gonna offer, like, what would you guys name the dog before you accepted Hope? Daisy. <laughs> Dingleberry. <laughs> Dingleberry. Okay. Before we get away from Kingsley and Jet, uh, maybe perhaps don't know if this is this was planned, but. Um, what Kingsley said to Jet about just because there's blood doesn't mean that there has to be affection or love or anything. That could be true for Kingsley and Alana. If he is like, I, I don't want to hurt my, or I, I don't, I don't want, I now trust my aunt or whatever. And mm. oh, if she's okay. still against us or wants to hurt someone or wants to do something bad and he's like, uh, she's my family like she's the only fam real family I know I have now <clears throat> if he's hesitant about anything now we can be like bitch blood of the weapon is thicker than the water or sorry <laughs> blood of Whatever it is, <laughs> I thought it's thicker than water. Nigel, I thought yeah, you were. Yeah, blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb is the full thing. I thought you were circling back to the what if we try to get them together kind of thing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right. I was so like, that's, that's, that's why I was shaking my head. And I was like, I, I just needed you to know that I'm not like shaming you if you saw me shake my head when you brought that up. That's what I was being referred to. I, no, that's like using that logic, but reverse. It's like, just because there's blood doesn't mean there can't be love. Like... <laughs> I can't wait for Ryan to go through the video uh, episode of that because when when whoever brought that up, my jaw just like dropped. I was like, "It was me. I'm sorry. I forgot." Yeah. But then I remembered. No, like Look, I think uh, in the moment you weren't just you just weren't connecting the dots. But me, I immediately yeah. was like, "I didn't uh, remember either." Um, hold on. When did season eight of Game of Thrones come out? Uh, that was in 2019. Everyone is on board with <laughs> uncle, nephew, or sorry, aunt, nephew uh, yeah, relationships. Yeah. Everyone's on board? Okay. Everyone's on board. Everyone supported that happening. Everyone that did ship it very hard. Yeah. So. yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> which he is not wrong. Truly, right? Especially because, like, it premiered April 14th, 2019, season eight of Game of Thrones. So they were like, it's fresh. This whole thing was like two months old. At most, when we uh, when we got wow. Out of there. So have we oh. have we not seen the horror that is the end of season eight canonically? Not all of it. Uh, let's see. The last Probably. episode would have been because Colin, did you shoot. say it was June or July? Yeah, because you started midsummer. We would have just seen it. What a way to go! <laughs> if unless you guys were super busy with filming or whatever, but you guys probably would have made time to watch it. At the end of every BTS, we do a, a listener question, but this week we have many much listener questions, which are more than just kind of random things about end of season one stuff, the culmination of season one, as well as early season two. So, Ryan, why don't you why don't you take us into that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with this one because I never thought anyone would ask, and I never thought I would have the answer. 
This one is from Sunstorm Solo. We're just gonna start here. What were some name choices that were considered for the show other than Cast Party? I looked back oh. and I still have this note in my phone. Ooh. I have really. I have D and D podcast with three exclamation points, all in caps lock, from June eighth, two thousand twenty. There's three. There was Cast Party. We were gonna originally call it Cast and Crew just to start, and also we were considering Casting Call. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Cast party is just the best of both worlds, though. It's a pun. It's too perfect. It's a pun on both words. It's you too good. You know that, right, Vince? <laughs> yeah, Cast our name's a pun, a pun, bud. The whole thing. What? Casting spells, party of adventurers. But it's a cast party like a movie. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Did you not know that? <laughs> That's not. This wait, isn't real. Wait, wait, You're wait. lying. Wait, shut the fuck Say up. Say psych right now. Shut the Say fuck up. Say psych right now. No, 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 no. You are not going to fucking do this to me, Ren. Are you kidding in. me? Wait. Three years in. Three years? You didn't pick up wait, on that? Are, this, you are you guys fucking with me or is this serious? <laughs> this is real? Are you fucking kidding me? Anna, you are not. No. <laughs> That's why it's good. It's a great name. It's a great name. <laughs> Do you know how mad I am? Is this real? Yes. Yes. That's the whole point. <laughs> that's why it's such a good that's name. Why, that's why we named it that. It's because it's like a triple how, pun. How is it a pun? Tell okay. me. Cast party, cast party is what happens like after you wrap something, right? The cast goes out and parties, right? Yeah. A party of D&D &D adventurers is a party. Casting spells. Cast. And we're also casting spells or whatever, but it's more that that we're cast in a D and D party podcast. There's so many. It's there's levels upon this. And with that, we're gonna move to Heather's question. What are you going to miss most about Campaign One and your character? Not the fucking puns. <laughs> well, that's that's staying. You don't have to miss it. There'll be the so many more. Staying. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm gonna miss having a wisdom of 24. Yo, true. I'm gonna miss <laughs> being a little emo kid and getting to make all my favorite songs into references yeah. to my spells. I'm gonna miss all the Eldritch Blasts. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I guess I could get that as another you class, could. but like, it, I'm not going to because I don't ever want to cast one again. But I do love the damage and all the things you gave me for them. Mm -hmm. God, I use Eldritch Blasts so much in Baldur's Gate 3. And I'm gonna miss wild shaping. I love wild shaping. Just in general, I, I really like the just dynamic y'all have. And I'm gonna miss these characters. Like we're obviously gonna miss these characters. It's gonna be weird changing to something else. Um, and I really like the world of Fendrea. So I am gonna miss all the lore that we already have, but but that is by no means making me nervous about season two. I, I love the lore I have for season two already in the new world. And I think I'm better at it now than when I started campaign one. So I'm very, very excited to get into campaign two. I think the thing I'm going to miss the most is the comfort of playing Jet. Ooh, agreed. Yeah, I really, I can see that. I like, I think that having our characters be very, I, I don't want to say very similar to IRL individuals, but having some sort of piece of us in them is mm -hmm. being comfortable with that. And also the fact that we are from the real world helps so much because I mm -hmm. can just make yeah. dumb references about Earth 
if I don't yeah. know what to talk yeah. about. The, there, there's the comfort of that and then the, the comfort of like... Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What that character has done for me over the last three years, too, is what I'm going to miss. But I'm going to be able to look back on it and listen back to it and remember a lot of it, which is going to be really nice. But that it's it's one of the things I look forward to every time that we, that we uh, record. It's just, you know, you're, uh, I don't know if you guys feel the same, but you're comfortable in more than one way, I guess, playing that character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. For sure. It, he's, I mean, Xander is my first, like, real character that I ever played. Yeah, And same. so there's a ton of comfort in this character just because, like, I know him. I know how to, I know who he is. I know how to play him. It's like, this is a, this is a comfortable character. Mm -hmm. And, like, his, having an established backstory for a character that has been able to grow over the last three years has it adds its own like extra level to that too because like it it adds in more of me knowing who this character is and every time we play new characters yeah it's fun but i just i do have that sense of like almost panic because i'm like what if this character means nothing like i it does this character matter for x y and z and i don't yeah. ever feel that with with xander yeah hundred percent and and it's a little bit different for you and i too because it's like you just said this was our first characters ever really like big mm -hmm. full characters and i mean ryan you did a a full campaign before right anna's done plenty no oh, never no? i've okay. never done one this long that i was I gonna say this in. might even be the longest anna's ever played mm -hmm. yeah i've dm'd for three and a half years i think it was and we're um, we're gonna be right about there right yeah mm -hmm. speaking of moving forward i have two that i'm gonna kind of combine we have kate aka major magician 96 and Jin. kate wants to know what are you most excited about for season two and Jin wants to know if there are any classes we are considering. I don't want to be too spoilery, so you can kind of be mm. like, oh, I'm going to be Marshall. I'm going to be going thinking Spellcaster this time around. I'll just say from DM perspective for we, we have one very big thing that's happening with season two that I were super excited to announce when that time is available. Just from DM perspective, I'm super excited about the world. I, I think it's going to just be super fun. We have like a little twist. It, I'm, I'm just all excited about the the new world because i i'm i know more about what i'm doing so i can like have things set up and you know not build as much lore like for each episode that i'm kind of just building off of kind of trying to catch up and trying to just stay ahead and i can have like a baseline a a nice basis before we go into it i am uh I, i'm considering a martial character i i love my spellies but i kind of want to hit big things for once um, and the thing I am most excited for in season two is making new relationships with the party, with our new characters. Hmm. Uh, I am undecided at the moment on 
what class exactly I'm going to go with because I have made four or five characters that I'm cycling through and weighing <laughs> the pros and cons of. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like I, I originally like wanted to just be the the kind of like the filler class. Like whatever character I have, I can make work with a filler class so that we have a more rounded out party. But um everyone has since said like, don't worry about that. Like we'll figure it out. We'll be a potion only class if we don't have a healer or we'll find ways to cause huge damage if we don't have like a major DPS or whatever. Um so I'm just kind of feeling them out which way. I've got wizards, I've got druids, I've got uh, clerics, rogues, barbarians, like I, I've My got God. something mm-hmm. all over the place. He has everything. Yeah. We, we've heard bits and, and pieces and they are all incredible. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to play those, but oddly enough, this seems small, but I am just excited to play a new um, alignment. Because like oh. Xander is, he's he was like pure chaos at the beginning, kind of is now shifting towards like chaotic neutral or good depending on the scenario and most of the characters i've come up with are either i've one that is true chaos like it's it chaotic evil but the rest are neutral or um or lawful so mm. i'm excited to do like the opposite <laughs> go the other <laughs> yeah. direction and yeah. everything oh, will just be chaos mode that's all i'm gonna say yeah <laughs> hell yeah uh, what are you thinking of playing? You going more Marshall? You going? I'm gonna say whatever it is is gonna be chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, right. all we need. Yeah. So I need oh. to decide. Do I want to be just a true <laughs> antithesis to you? Is that, is that the approach to this? <laughs> um, I th- I think I'm I'm I am leaning more towards doing a spellcaster right now. It's not solidified, but that's what I'm I'm kind of leaning towards because I haven't really done it much in the past, so that's what interests me. Um, I think a couple of people are asking me to do it too in the past or something. You have been frustrated with the lack of spells, so. And getting places yeah. and hitting things. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice having that range. <laughs> uh, the the thing that I'm like most excited for with, it's, it's what I'm looking forward to so much with campaign two is learning everybody's stories everybody mm-hmm. else's stories it's it's like through this whole campaign having everybody's arcs i'm just like every time we get to it i'm like okay okay mm-hmm. i want to learn <laughs> one other thing that i i love about season one i loved that it, it all made sense and i'm hoping season two we see the flip of maybe not the flip of that but the other side the more traditional side is for 90 percent of this campaign you were always against killing in any option you could and it's i've kind of tainted you over time but i think it's going to be fun to be early level again first just in general but also have potentially a a party that is more comfortable with that uh just to see how that changes things (laughs) i have i have actually a question that goes right off of that from stacy fake may there have been pretty clear morals that the party has stood by specifically jet and blue being adamant about not (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> about uh, Jet and Blue being adamant about not killing unless it's absolutely necessary, which does go against a lot of D&D stories where people just kill first and ask questions later. Is this a difficult character choice for everybody and the party yes. overall? or And has it <laughs> changed the way you play TTRPGs on your own or outside or different? Any, any stories uh, like that? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, kind of. The only yeah. way it's changed other games is like, I feel relief when I can just kill. Yeah. <laughs> I, like oh, yeah. I can just do this. It's I fine. like that my mind now. Every time I play any any other game, where my mind goes to not just the immediate. Okay, how do you just take them out immediately? It's is there other ways of working around it? Can I talk them through this? Can I try to hold them down and maybe talk them through it or something? Or is it just kill them right away? Okay, I don't know. It just makes my mind go in more directions of how to solve the puzzle. I think in this campaign, based off of uh, or going off of what Vince just said, um, like in most RPGs that I play in with video games, I'm always like dumping all of my points into speech and charisma and all of those so that I can talk my way through any problem if the opportunity is there. And it, so far in like D&D games, that's really not been my approach because like I can why why who can say what I can do? Um, but this one, this campaign, we were able to do that a few times or at least try to. And I had that kind of like that uh, that switch flipped for Xander because at first when I I was trying to make it seem like he didn't believe any of it was real. So it didn't matter what they did. And so like the spells, if he, if they killed someone, it was like, whatever, man, it doesn't. None of this is real. It doesn't matter. Game. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and so now that it's like. He hasn't been the one to kill since, uh, I guess since Blightmore and Amora, like on purpose. Oh, Everyone yeah. else has been like, he's dealing damage, but he hasn't, I don't think, struck the final blow on humans. I mean, even Blightmore and Namora, that's kind of a stretch too, because they're, yeah, yeah uh, but I, I know what you mean. The last person to do that, I think was me, right? Probably. You have been killing a lot lately. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because yeah. you, you probably you got, lie low for a little while. You got yeah. Desideria. Yeah. And there was someone else. Oh, the um, the Star Weaver uh, oh, also. For our live during recording. Our, oh, yeah, shit. Exactly. Cat Lady. Carvu. Mm -hmm. In our home game that we're doing, um, where Vince is running Dragonlance, my character is like, he's not actively killing people in battle as often because he keeps getting knocked down but outside of battle he's just like slitting veins so that people yeah. are dying on their own I, yeah. like it's <laughs> it was <laughs> so this is the uh, type because, of chaos you mean when you're bringing yeah. the season two. No, yeah. uh -huh. i totally get that because i feel like kind of like what anna said this campaign has changed me changed the way i look at outside campaigns because like I'm not killing here, so I want to up it in my other games. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where it's like, I literally play oh. a fucking hitman in Dragonlance. So, yep. so <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'm not getting that. I'm not, I'm not scratching that itch in this, which isn't a bad thing. But when we get to the other games, like, I mean, Arcanum was super deadly and I didn't, you know, make any, uh, I, I made quick decisions about killing and that. Same with uh, Dragonlance. Wildacre hasn't been too combat heavy so that's more like political at this point but we you know we also haven't like had any there are no humans in wild acre yeah. so i don't even think about it like we're we're fighting like we're spirits and like <laughs> and grass so, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah that, that that's how i changed it and uh if you all would like i do have one more question if that goes quick i can toss in yeah, another yeah i'm loving cool. this bts man this is from brina one of the 
One of the new people over on the Discord. Hello, Brenna. Welcome. Patreon.com slash cast party. We have a free Discord. True. Free, Come hang out free. with us. Ask us questions and chill. We are literally so active in the Discord. We over there, we talk. There are DD games to be played. There are other DD <laughs> games or other TTRPG games to be played. Go go do that. Uh Brenna says, I've seen a lot of bromance. Is there any <laughs> chance of it sparking into romance in season two? Because we didn't really have romance when it came to uh to campaign oh. one. Yep. I am forcing Forcing it? For no, <laughs> no. I, I didn't say forcing it. I said foursome. Oh. <laughs> Jesus forcing Christ. It. <laughs> uh, you know Fine, fuck it. Yeah, forcing it. I'm also we're going to have a relationship, okay? <laughs> I I am one hundred percent open to to smooch some homies, so <laughs> And also have a relationship in the game. Yes, thank you. <laughs> if it feels right, if my character is even lovable, we'll see. Oof. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. And it's just being like, how many red flags can I give Colin? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all trying to say that romance is always open for us, even though it hasn't yeah. happened now. Yeah. In, in campaign two, 100%, I, I think it'll be... I think it'd be fun. It's it's an avenue that I've never explored in an RPG, uh, and I it, even up until Baldur's Gate, I've never done like romance in video game RPGs. Uh, Baldur's Gate, I, I definitely feel like I know. Baldur's Gate definitely kind of opened my eyes to it, and it seems fun, and I'd be down. <laughs> Wait, didn't weren't you unable to like properly romance anyone in Baldur's Gate? Shut the fuck up. Same. <laughs> Let's go. Man, I tried the whole time. I just called him out so hard. Listen, I, I, spoilers for Baldur's Gate Act 3. I tried to romance. I tried Carlac, got her engine boy killed. I tried to go back to Shadowheart. She didn't want me. So I fucked Mazora and called it a day. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um... I think uh, I think before Baldur's Gate, the only game I'd ever done it uh, like a re proper relationship in was um, Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. With that, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for enjoying uh, November, our anniversary year month, uh, three year anniversary. This anniversary month's been great. Thank you for listening. If you want more BTS, if you want more the after party, if you want more of just us in general, Patreon.com/slash/castparty. Go right now to castparty.shop. It's about your last chance to get any sort of Cast Party merch before it is gone until next year. So make sure you get that in before the 30th. And with that, we'll see you next week for a new episode. And we get to see Alana and Sarla and the angels and all of you in this hellish landscape of fire and brimstone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Where did Booby come from? <laughs>